Hello and welcome. Not about us listeners, viewers, brothers, sisters. Thank you once again for tuning in to us. Uh, keep doing it. Don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's because it's not about us. But uh, there you go. <laughs> but this is going to be another one of our conversation podcasts. Uh, don't know where it's going to go quite yet, but we'll figure it out. Today is July 2nd. Yes. Uh, 2021. Right. As always, I'm Brad. And I'm Scott. Oh, and this is not about us. Well, welcome back. Thank you for being here. <laughs> This is probably going to be a goofy one, depending on how, so far how it's going. I have no idea. Um, but yes, uh, we are the goofballs. We cannot do this. Uh, we can. We cannot do this without the one who it really is about. So Scott, let's get right into it. Would you? Would you invite Yahweh in here? Let him take control of this thing because somebody <laughs> has to. <laughs> Hallelujah! Thank you, Yahweh God. Thank you. Oh, Yahweh, just be our source, be our focus. Hallelujah, Yahweh, God. Just just have today, uh, and, and tomorrow we'll ask you again. So, Yahweh, just, just right now is all we can do is just to say it's yours. So... We just invite you in. We just thank you, and we just praise you, you for just loving us, for just for just caring about us enough to to not just make us, but but to to be with us with, with intimacy. Not God, you're God. We're not. We could be your toys, your puppets, your your. Uh, you're trash and you decided to make us the most valuable thing to you uh and and thank you thank you thank you yes we just we love you and cherish you for that and and right now uh in today's conversation uh we just want to give it to you so thank you and amen thank you hallelujah amen that brought up a that prayer brought up an interesting thing that I've thought about before is I know Yahweh is the one true God. I know I may not understand why he loves us and treasures us and and wants to make us diamonds when he could just get rid of us. Yeah. He could just whatever he wanted to do to us. He could be he could manipulate us, he could toy with us, he could do whatever he wanted to, but he doesn't want to do that. But I've often thought, what if one of those other gods from Greek or Roman myth or Phoenician myths or any of those, what if they were actually the one true God? And knowing from the stories of their myths and their legends, how they did like to play with us, how they did like to torment us, mm -hmm. how we were nothing to them. I mean... I, I've, I've said this, I haven't said this in a while in a prayer, but I sometimes thank God, you're God. 
Yeah. I thank God you are God. It's not yeah. one of those other ones. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not a cruel... Yeah. I've said this before. I, I have a scientific mindset, not a religious mindset, it, in, in the sense that I seek truth. Uh, I seek what is, and once I determine that, I accept whatever it is. And I'm not praising Yahweh God because that's what I really, really want. Right. And so I deny the truth in order to have that. I've come to the conclusion from the evidence that it is truth. And one of the things when I'm discussing this with people is you have to start from the position that whatever is, is. And the desire is to find that. Find out what it is. Not look through all of the available options, pick which one you like best and go with it. That's religion. A scientist says, here's all the available options. I'm going to test them all. I'm going to find the evidence for each of them. And I'm going to pick the right one that I've come to the conclusion is real and discard all the others. And if Allah was God, then I might say, I hate that fact, but I have to accept it. And my life is a joke, you know, and, and, and my life is going to be beaten on and, and, and abused. And, uh, if, if reincarnation is real, then it is. And if I hate that tough, I have to live with it. Exactly. Uh, and you know, if, if we're just some cosmic accident and we are the highest forms of life, that is one of the most depressing, tormenting things I can imagine. That, that, that's, that's impossibly uh, just brutally depressing. But if it's real, then I don't care if it does depress me. I don't care if, if how, what a horrible idea that is. It's real. You, you, you have to live with it. That, that's what's real. And yes, you're right. I just, you know, thank Yahweh God that he is reality and that the reality of his existence is that he does love us because, you know, you're, he is God. If he decided to say, no, you're pathetic, you know, pieces of dirt and I'm going to treat you that way, what could we do about it? You know, it would still be reality. We'd still have to live with that reality. Yep. Yep. And no, I, I, I'm in total agreement. And I just thank him that he's also not changing. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't have mood swings. He doesn't have, yeah. you know, he doesn't go, I love you one day. I hate you the next, mm -hmm. you know, he's just, he is perfect and and we are so fortunate that he is the way he is, that his nature is the way it is. And I just, yeah, no, I, I'm sorry I haven't said that in a while. I thank God for being God. And I thank him for being yeah. that God. <laughs> yeah. You know? No, I, I know exactly what you mean. Um, something I'll throw out there, off subject, I suppose, uh, just random. Uh, I want to uh, get it out there before I forget about it. But it's something that was said at work today. Um, I was 
taking a call. Again, I work at a medical clinic. I was taking a call from someone who was very angry and expressed that clearly to me in a long conversation. Um, even apologized during our initial conversation because he, he basically said, I realize I'm being angry with you and you're being polite, you're being professional, you're being nice, and this has nothing to do with you. I'm just in a lot of pain, which, which he was, and, and which can make us all irritable. And he, was, and he was just venting his anger and his frustration at everything that was happening to him on me. And make a long story short, I said, I'm gonna get someone else you know, cause, cause I'm not a doctor, you know, I'm not a nurse. I said, I'm going to get a clinical, one of the clinical staff to contact you who can actually go over what you need and, and help you. They call him. They have to leave a voice message, which is again, part of the story I'm not going to get into that was upsetting him. He calls back immediately. The nurse that had just called him is directly behind me. I'm in my chair at my desk. She's literally right behind me. I recognize his voice. I recognize who it is. I know she's just called. And I, I go, hey, great. And I'm about to say, I've got her right here. Let's get her on the phone with you. Let's connect you, you know, and we can be done with this. You know, we can, we can get you your solution. Before I can say anything else, he loudly interrupts me. He's like, uh, no, you are not going to put me on hold. I am going to talk with the real person. And I'm, I'm trying to go, exactly, right. I have the real person here, you know, but I can't get a word out. I'm just like, yeah, I, and you let me talk. And he is just being very loud and very belligerent. He says, listen to me. I am talking. You are going to do what I say. And he just kept going. I know. I, I know what you want and I've got, I've got your solution right now. No, stop talking. You are going to listen to me. And he just very loudly. And meanwhile, this nurse, well, I'm trying to, I want to say, stop, sir. I'm going to connect you with her. She's got another job to do and she's walking away and I'm trying as fast as possible to go. Can I talk to her? Can I put you in touch with her? And, and he just keeps interrupting me and saying, I do not want you to put me on hold. I want you to put me in touch with a person. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. And finally, he just kept going and interrupting and being abusive to the point where she was gone. And she's helping another patient. Um, and, and, it, and the conversation didn't end here, but this piece of it ended with me going, Sir, I'm trying to help you. The nurse is right. I finally just, I had to be belligerent and mean and basically say, all right, stop. The nurse is right here. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I want to get, and she's gone. I mean, I literally said it just like that. And, and he, he just went, oh, well, that's my life in a nutshell. And... I shared that story with someone else who worked at the clinic and the comment he made was some people just can't get out of their own way. And that's, that stuck with me that because that being on this side of that conversation, I was just like, you can get help right now if you 
will stop what you're doing. But he wouldn't do it. Uh, had no idea that what he was doing was causing his own problems. And it made it very real to me how I can do the same thing to God. Uh, just, just recognize it from this side, how much he was hurting himself by demanding his own way. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it forced me to stop and go, wow, how many times am I in my own way? I mean, we're, we're, I'm, we've been studying Genesis. I've been studying Genesis in, in my podcasts and, that's where all of the problems of humanity came from is, is mankind uh, getting in their own way. I find that interesting too. Um, well, that's my life in a nutshell. That reminded me uh, that that line is in the conversation audio drama. And it was when he was basically telling God all the problems that he had to go through. Yeah, and like, even my fish die, even like, you know, yeah. It's that part of the conversation audio drama, and it's the same kind of thing. God is patiently waiting for him to stop talking so he can help him. Yeah, I hadn't, <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. You're right. <laughs> I, yeah, that, that's... Um, but no, I, I am terribly guilty of that myself many, many times, I'm sure. I, I, I believe that God is uh, trying to communicate with us 10,000 times a day. Yeah. But I think... I think we, and not exactly that number, but, you know. <laughs> no, you've said it. It's, it's been recorded. Exactly 10,000 times a day. Uh, but no, I think, he, I think he is constantly attempting to have a conversation with us, to communicate with us, but we're just always, usually our own fault, we're distracted, we're, we're, our environment around us is too loud, it's too obnoxious, mm-hmm. um, we're too caught up in our own um uh me 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 thoughts our own selfishness and and so well, we can't hear them because yeah. everything is just too loud and too obnoxious and too crazy and and we can't just calm down and quiet down so we can actually hear his voice um so i mean yeah no i i totally agree uh with that example that you shared i i wholeheartedly believe that and i'm not saying that I hear God's voice and because I'm so perfect and I can, I can mm-hmm. know because I do, I'm doing the same thing. Um, I've been excuses. I've been making excuses. I, I haven't, um, I got a series of, I, I've got two of them done. Revelation podcasts, uh, the, uh, the appearance of Jesus in chapter one, what he looks like, uh, both the physical, what it might mean spiritually, all this. I've got one more that I want to do, and I'm going to put them all out to, there together as one um, separate but one themed podcast. And I still have that last one to study and do. Oh, but work was bad today, and it's seven o'clock already. Yeah. And I, you know, no, I mean God's there, just waiting for me to sit down and then and study the Word with Him and get into it again. And the thing is, it excites me when I'm doing it. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, I'm, it's the best time. But I'm just, and I, and I know I do actually have some things going on. I mean, we're very close to having the babies. Uh, you know, we're 32 weeks. Uh, we're probably going to 32? Oh, I was, I thought you were still on 30. I lost track. 
it'll be 32 um, this week. So technically 31 in a okay. day, couple days. All right. Wow. Um, but 32 weeks, and we're not going to probably make it past 34 before we have our babies. Um, wife has, it's the tail end of the pregnancy, and she's really starting to feel it. She's really needing a lot of love and support and attention. Um, we've had... So if on that note, if for some reason these podcasts just kind of stop for a while, that's why. Because <laughs> the babies have been born, a lot of focus is going to go there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's there's probably truth to that. Um, the reason that they're kind of intermittent right now is just because of my own uh, excuses and laziness, but... <laughs> Um, which is my own personal self-convicting example of how God is more than ready and willing uh, for me to get back in there and participate and enjoy the time and the experience, but I'm just not doing it uh, for multiple reasons. Some of them very true. Family is very important to me. It does come, it does come first um, a lot of times, um, but God is also <laughs> very, very, very important to me. So yes, I'm very well. Very well aware that I need to get going. You know, um, anything else to throw out there? I, I'm kind of, I really had nothing. I, I had that one piece I wanted to uh, say. I mean, we can always talk about that, which is that, that, which is not safe for you to, <laughs> but, um, oh, I do want to share one other thing. Um, I just heard this. I haven't verified it. I haven't verified it, so I'm just going to toss it out there. It's completely unverifiable, might be wrong, but I heard uh, online, or I read online the other day that Finland uh, has recently passed a law that if you send any correspondence and include a Bible verse in it, you could be jailed? Mm -hmm. That's true? Mm -hmm. Yep, I read that too. Okay. Um, uh, Finland... I don't want to get it wrong. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to get it wrong. But there's been um, quite a few countries in and around those areas that have completely gone, uh, what do I want to say? Um, I mean, th th those areas are being heavily persecuted for Christians. Okay. Um, I mean, we know, we know that, uh, uh, was that the... Denmark one where they were trying to actually even get Israel out of the Bible like they were trying to change the narrative of the Bible they were uh, another ones were trying to pass laws saying that uh, uh, basically if you say anything in a, uh, offensive uh, you can get in trouble uh -huh. and you know the, the sub plot behind that was that they were trying to argue that the Bible was offensive <laughs> you yeah know? i mean there's yeah there's a whole lot of stuff going on over there um, which it is yeah no yeah. absolutely yeah um but they're wanting to make it illegal to be offensive which is yeah. crazy crazy well, yeah by itself which which i mean is is completely irrational i know what they're trying to do but that whole line of thought is completely illogical and irrational because everything is offensive mm -hmm. absolutely everything is offensive to somebody the very fact that they want to make a law to punish things that are offensive is offensive to someone. Yeah. So we need to jail the people who made the law because we're offended by it. So that it doesn't make any sense. It's it like defeats itself. the whole 
the most intolerant thing in society today is the the movement of tolerance. You know, because the, the tolerance movement says you be like us or you're going to be in trouble, which is very intolerant. You know, what? wait a second. If, if you're truly the tolerance movement, then you have to accept anything anybody says. That's tolerance. But if you tell someone that they can't do that or that or that, they must be like this, that's very intolerant. Uh, it, it's all ridiculous. But they don't see it because the blind are leading the blind. Exactly. Exactly. No, a lot of, a lot of European countries, um, I mean, it's happening here in the United States of America as well. But a lot of European countries are uh, going very anti-Christian because mm -hmm. they're going very pro-everything else is okay. Mm -hmm. um, and that's growing worldwide and yeah, it's coming. What's, it's... What's, what's funny is if you really look at it, the, the largest movements of, of new Christians or Christian missionaries or, or not, are coming from places you don't expect. Yeah. You know, that's what's crazy about it mm -hmm. is... We like to, here in the United States of America, we, you know, for for hundreds of years, we were known to be a Christian country uh, with Christian Judeo roots. You know, we were yeah. we were uh, for God. Um, God was in our government, our schools, our lives. I mean, you know, it, we were a Christian country. Yeah, that's going. The very purpose of Harvard College was to create missionaries. Exactly. I mean, it's in their charter mm -hmm. is to spread the gospel. Mm -hmm. And now look what it is. Now we've gotten to a point where all oh, that stuff's offensive. Yeah. Because I want to be able to do what I, whatever I want to do, and I want no consequences. Yeah. You know, it's what 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 I find it defeats itself though, because if a person says, "I want you to accept the fact that I believe I am this." And I know that they're not because of biology or, you know, mm -hmm. I won't even use the Bible. Biology. Right. You can clearly tell what sex you are. But some people want to say, I can be whatever I want. And if I identify as this, you also have to tell me. But if I get offended by that idea uh -huh. of calling you something other than what you biologically are, I'm now offended. You're offended. But yeah. I'm the one that gets in trouble because that's not the popular opinion. Right. So it's it's it defeats itself because, you know, if we're really trying not to offend each other, well, we're both offended. Mm -hmm. I'm just the persecuted one because I believe what's not popular. Yeah. Yeah. It it's it's completely irrational. Uh, the whole, all of it, all of the. Um, the tolerance movement, uh, uh, offense, uh, you know, uh, persecuting those who offend, uh, it, none of it makes any sense. They're just, they're, they're hiding, they're hiding behind, well, the certain people are hiding behind platitudes that they think will make them popular, uh, make what they say acceptable, and certain people are just blind. Certain people just don't get it. They, they honestly think that it's, truth and right and wonderful uh, but it's going to keep growing mm -hmm. it's going to keep growing um, something else I want to say though is um, 
again, I, I've, I've talked about them before, and it's not really a, a shout-out. I, I know we kind of have our shout-outs in time, so I'm going to – kind of a mini shout-out. It's just a repetitive one. But uh, FAI, Frontier Alliance International, I've uh, been listening to several of their Bible studies. And one of the things I really appreciate, and I was talking to this about – uh, I saw my parents the other day, took them out to eat. We were talking about it. And I said, one of the things I appreciate about them is there's several things that they say that, that I don't necessarily agree with, just like everyone. Uh, just like you listening to us right now. Those of you who are regularly listening to us, I'm sure that there are things that you go, no, hold on. I don't, I don't like that at all. Because we're human. You know, we're, we're not perfect either. I totally accept that. Uh, just like them, uh, I, I, there are several things that I listen to and I go, I'm not on board with that right there necessarily, but I appreciate them because they're talking about in Esther specifically, they're talking about eschatology, study of the end times. And they say, it's not, they're not interested in studying just what is and a map of the timeline just to know what's going to happen or just to be right or just to write a book about it and be popular. Any of that is messed up and wrong. The reason we study is to more deeply and more intimately know the one it's talking about and that's Jesus. Mm -hmm. We study eschatology for the same reason we study history, for the same reason we study the entire Bible is to appreciate and know and intimately come into a deeper relationship with the one that it's all about. And one of the things they talked about is our the blessed hope is Jesus Christ in all of this. Now, the blessed the people who lived in 30, 60, 90 AD who were writing these volumes, they were talking about their blessed, pardon me, their blessed hope. You know, they didn't see the rapture. They're dead. They've been long dead. They weren't going to see the end of days. They weren't going to see Armageddon. They weren't going to see all of this, but they had exactly the same hope as we do, as, as every believer throughout history. And that is that they were looking forward to Jesus's return. Not, be, not because it was going to save them from trial and tribulation, but because they loved Jesus. They, they wanted desperately for him to come back and to embrace them and be, and be theirs again and them run to him. That's the blessed hope that we should all have. Not in a rapture, not in... in uh, God coming up and setting his throne on earth and conquering and saying, I'm here to, to, to kick all evil, but uh, that's a nice part of it. But our blessed hope is in him and that relationship and being rejoined with him. And I, I so appreciate their heart. And I just, I, I want to thank you, FAI, if you happen to be listening again. We've said it before, every time we do a shout out, I doubt you're listening to us, but if you are, thank you for that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what, um, what I find fascinating about Revelation is 
not trying to date set and all that kind of stuff because first of all i don't know if i'm even smart enough to be able to figure all that out mm-hmm. um and, and that's not necessarily important to me if you listen to my studies the things that so if you're coming to those for that i'm sorry i'm i will have suggestions <laughs> and ideas as i get to things what they could and possibly mean but what i'm looking at is the appearance of jesus what was john going through Mm-hmm. What type of person was John? Because that's important to me because Jesus chose him. I mean, those are the things that I'm looking into because I want to know Jesus more. I want to know him better. I want to know how he's going to do the things he does more than I want to know when he's going to do the things he does. Because I just, I find it fascinating. I find him fascinating. And I know he, he's my hero. He's, yeah. at the end of the day, he's my He's my superhero. He's, you know, um, I, I, I picture him, you know, not physically muscle-bound and whatnot, but that's how I see him because he can handle anything. He's the, you know, he's the, he's the guy. <laughs> he's the yeah. one, you know. So I just, I'm, I'm very curious, how can he do the things he do? Um, you know, more so than when is he going to do the things he does? And, 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 and. Not necessarily even the why, because the why is always a really hard one for me to figure out when I talk about God, because yeah. I know that I don't deserve it. So it's hard for me to figure out why would he do it when, you know, I, yeah. that's always a hard one for me. So you probably won't get too much of uh, of, of that in my studies. Um, but no, I love their heart too. FAI, they, um, I mean, I was introduced to them because of the ballads of Revelation and it just tore me apart on an emotional level in a good way i mean just yeah i mean it, it, it was exactly what i needed at that moment which was also god's work um, god moving showing me that exactly the moment that i needed to see that because that's where i was in my own study and it helped me really remember that john was a real mm-hmm. person with real emotions with real struggles with you know it just no no i'm i'm eternally thankful for that uh, for that moment and for being able to find them and and getting to know them more um, if it's okay I do I have a I do have a shout out this one's a little different. that's not okay we're moving on no I'm just kidding go well <laughs> this has been Brad <laughs> go on <laughs> no um, this one is uh, a little unique because it's not necessarily um, I, I it's still it still shows I think, God working and and all of that, but not so directly. Um, I'm not going to share everything about him because I don't have his permission to do this. But my shout out is for um, an old friend of mine, S- Stephen Hayden. Um, yeah. So uh, recently, his family and him have gone through some stuff uh, that has affected them. Um, the loss of a loved one, um, taken fairly young um, and I know I know it's got to be a struggle for him and so first of all I just want him to know Stephen you're constantly in my prayers you're constantly in my thoughts um, you know I I'm I'm there for you absolutely if you ever need anything but more than that I want to thank you because you know back when back when you and I hung out I wasn't anywhere near where I am now in my relationship with God. 
I was kind of indifferent to God at that point in my life. And I think God sent you into my life to kind of help me to just know what a true friend, uh, what a good companion can be. And then since then, I've been able to develop, you know, a deeper relationship with God, but a deeper relationship with people. Um, Stephen was in my life when I made some pretty bad mistakes. You, you know, you were there with me. You know what I'm speaking of. And uh, uh, I can't change any of those kind of things, but the fact that you were not judgmental, that you were not, um, how could you, you, you know, the fact that you just supported me like, like I was still a person, I was still deserving of some respect. Thank you. Thank you for that. But more importantly, I want to thank you for crazy stuff, like freezing my butt off <laughs> dressed as a police officer down at the Des Moines police station while you're dressed as Batman and we're filming, we're filming, you know, fan uh, movie. And uh, thank you for, <laughs> you know, thank you for, for that. I mean, it's one of my favorite, favorite memories and stories of the police officers coming out. And I'm thinking that we're in serious trouble and actually, no, they just want to get a picture with Batman because it's not every day Batman <laughs> comes to the police station in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, you know, for uh, running around cemeteries late at night pretending to be vampires for another fan film or another little movie. I mean, just all the time that we spent together just geeking out over movies and, and all of this kind of stuff. I, you probably don't know this, but that was huge for me. My first real friend as an adult um, and... Just, yeah, just thank you. Thank you for being in my life when I needed you to. Cool. I, I don't, I don't want to add to that. I think that was, <laughs> that was really cool. Um, uh, got to thinking about it because, you know, uh, we're still only just a couple conversations away from you revisiting your old friend. And it just, mm -hmm. just kind of hit me too that, you know, I have good people in my past too, so... I just wanted to share that. Oh, that's cool. Um, something I want to share real quick is, uh, Brett, did you drop this? Is that the cause? Yes. So Brad drops his phone, and I'm moving it now so it doesn't show the black, but, oh, you can't even see it. Let me, let me do that. There we go. There you go. You see the lines on the phone? That's not supposed to be there. <laughs> That looks cool. That looks like it was designed intentionally. Brad drops his phone and gets that. <laughs> Everyone else in the world drops their phone and gets a cracked screen and a messed up phone. That's that's blessing right there. That's what that is. Not to I mention just... that they started out just being white colors and now they've turned into like a pretty pink and orangey color. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. There you go. I just thought I'd throw that out there. We started goofy. I'm going to continue some goofy. <laughs> It's it's true. It, I mean, it does look like it's supposed to be that way, um, you know. So, yeah, brand new phone and dropped it in like week two of having it, and you know, but it still works. Looks like racing stripes. Yeah, 
Still works perfectly fine. I haven't had any issues with it. <laughs> oh, boy. Anything else to throw out there? No, no. I think short and sweet, I think, would be ideal for this one. I think we did good. We never have short and sweet. <laughs> That's. Oh, uh, all right. Time to buck the trend. Um, oh, in that case, I started this thing, so I should probably say... Well, I, I, I will just say thank you, everybody, for for continuing to listen with us, for your patience while uh, while the editing takes maybe a little longer to get these up mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff, um, just because of the things going on in my life right now. Um, I do. We do. We, we don't. We're not forgetting about you. you th this podcast has been huge for both of us, and we do appreciate anybody and everybody that gives us a chance. Um, so I'll do the, uh, I'll do the YouTube thing, uh, and say, if you did like this, uh, please like, um, consider subscribing, um, check out our webpage, um, or our Facebook or any of those kind of things. But as always, I'm Brad and I'm Scott and I'll actually say this time, this is not about us. <laughs>